Welcome to the pilot episode of Blended Together, a marriage podcast. In this episode, we are going to walk through our history, a little bit of our histories of how we were, what our mindset was, where we were at in life before we got together and started blending our two families together. So Meredith and my wife, you probably heard from the intro, Tyson, and we have two extremely different but similar journeys uh, raising our kids respectively and coming together to create what we have now as our single household of four people. So welcome on the pilot episode to everybody out there. Meredith will start here. What maybe just talk us through a little bit of like growing up how maybe your mindset was, a little bit of your history, I guess, of where the kid came in and what your mindset was, how life went, where your head was at, how everything was, just a little, maybe high overview, like a 50,000 feet overview of raising a kid by yourself. Okay. So I feel like I have to back up a little bit. Okay, we can back up. We're going to back, back up, up a little bit. Okay, so growing up, I would say I grew up in a two-parent household, um, lived in the same home from the time I was born to the time I graduated from high school. We attended the same church, had the same family friends, so I grew up in a very consistent home. And so I feel like for me that when it was time to leave home and you know be an adult, I, I think I probably thought I knew a lot more than I did. And I ended up in a relationship very quickly after I graduated from high school, which then resulted in a marriage very young. That marriage didn't last too long. It ended up being um, just not a good, healthy relationship. And so I chose to walk away from that. And I think with that, then not only did I still think that I needed to prove myself, but then I was out searching for something to replace what I had lost and ended up meeting somebody. Um, again, a quick, not so great relationship, which resulted in my now 13 year old daughter. Um, so I was 23 in college, changed my major, having a baby. And quickly having to try and figure out what it was to be an adult, to try and find my way in the world of a career, and to now raise a child on my own. Um, so I would say over the past 12 to 13 years, I spent time in several long-term relationships. Um, however, in those long-term relationships, I feel like I was still a single parent. Um, there was somebody else there, but I was doing most of it on my own. Probably some of it by choice because I felt like I needed to prove something and and prove everyone wrong. I think that you can't be a single mom and be successful. Um, so I graduated from college, started my career, um, had her young, and then just kind of I relied on family a lot. Um, found some safety in relationships, but never found the right relationship at the right time. And then last year you came along. So that's a good fifty thousand feet overview, you know, high up, high up overview. Because during all of those times, and when I tell my story here, well, there will be those similarities, but there's also a ton of differences and mindsets that you go through when you're in those those times, and 
when we give a 50,000 feet overview of how everything went, it's very like, oh, okay, and that's how it went. But there's a lot of trials and tribulations that happen along the, those ways. And I don't know how much we really want to get into the past as we more want to talk about things that we're facing when we blend our family. But I think it gives a good perspective to know what the kids particularly went through because I think the hardest part of blending uh, that we've experienced probably is is the kids aspect. So, um, but before we dig into that, and that might be a second, third, fourth episode, um, I'll tell you a little bit, you know, 50,000 feet overview of me. Um, like, I guess, unlike Meredith, who grew up with married parents, you know, and a sibling in the same household, I grew up with divorced parents. And, you know, my dad was you know, every other weekend. He could see us every other weekend, and that's kind of how he took it. It was every other weekend, and that's the way it was all the way through high school until we moved out, and one of my siblings had a had a baby, and he became a grandpa, and then he kind of changed and was a little bit more involved. Um, but growing up, it was the every other weekend with Dad, and then um, Mom and Stepdad... I'd say it was a volatile relationship. It was up and down. Sometimes we're good. He had kids, so we were blending families there. Um, it seemed like, you know, we'd move in, we'd move out, we'd move in, we'd move out, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Um, so, you know, when I look back at it, I'm like, he's been there since I was five. But we also moved in and moved out a whole bunch. So a lot of back and forth, a lot of uh, instability in that growing up and then you know you graduate high school you are 18 you think you know everything you mentioned that and so you go do your own thing and you make a lot of mistakes and you bury yourself deeper and deeper and deeper until you're at the bottom and then it's just kind of like you're in survival mode without a kid even you know so you kind of have to start over so you start over and you start building back up and and then uh you know, you meet somebody and you start a new job and you get into a more serious relationship, um, end up getting married and, you know, being in the marriage for a year, year and a half, decide to have a kid, um, have a baby and the marriage started fading after that, started getting uh, bad with just uh, we don't have to go into details, but infidelities and trust issues and all sorts of things like that. Um, my work takes us, uh, across the state. So we're hauling a one-year-old across the state, moving, relocating life. And, you know, so we stay there for a couple of years. Uh, relationship gets even worse. Um, uh, comes time to move for work again. Uh, I have to go. She says she's not going with. So at that point, you know, she was on the drugs and, and bad things that I didn't want my child around. So now I'm at a decision of life of I got to go to work the next day in this whole new town. And I'm leaving my wife and kid behind. But at that time, the way the marriage was going, leaving the wife behind wasn't a big deal. It was like, it's over. We're going to end up getting divorced. Things are going to happen. But I can't leave my daughter behind. And so... We go across with nothing, just what's fit in the in the pickup, and we move 
halfway across the state and we start work and you know, I didn't have daycare or anything like lined up because that just wasn't on the agenda to do. That wasn't planned. So it was just a lot of struggle of trying to figure out, okay, new job, raising a kid on my own, a two-year-old on my own. Um, so you go through that and you kind of just try to sink into that and, and get a hold of it. And before you know it, years pass and you're doing it. And, you know, a lot of little relationships come and go that, you know, seem okay and then just fall apart or, um, you know, I ended up getting married again and then that fell apart a year later. And so throughout all of that, you know, a four-year-old, a five-year-old, a six-year-old, a seven-year-old girl is being brought through all of that. And you, you think you're trying to make the, the right decisions at the time for, her and for everything that's going on. And I think looking back at it, you realistically re realize you're in survival mode and you're just making decisions that you have to make to get through. Um, so then, you know, that led uh, to our relationship uh, starting and forming. But, um, you know, we, I mean, talking to our relationship as far as you and I, mm -hmm. you know, we met, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, gosh, at least 15 years ago. So we for were the first time. Yeah, I mean like introduction of who we actually are was 15 years ago. I mean we went to we were a grade apart. We went to the same middle school, the same high school. Um and you were a year behind me. So we'd yeah. probably crossed paths through life a whole bunch of times. But it turned out when I was like 20, you were 19, right around there, maybe 21 and 20. Um that you worked at the uh, the same place that my girlfriend at the time was working. So we crossed paths through there um, multiple times, you know, for on and off for a year. I mean, you worked there and you, yeah. know, you yeah. ended up coming over to our house and hanging out and, and things like that. And, and then, you know, after that, years passed. Mm -hmm. You had, I mean, at that time we were young. Neither of us had a kid at that time. We were both in relationships at that time. And, you know, so then years pass and not much really happens. And you go about your life, I go about my life. And it turns out you ended up being a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I had my daughter. And now she was going into kindergarten. And so I enroll her in school. I show up to kindergarten and voila, there you were on Meet the Teacher Night. And so naturally we said, hey, how you doing? How's everything going? Man, it's been a while since we've seen each other. And that was kind of the end of it, really. It was just a quick hello and and things like that. And then... Very professional, as you would say. Yeah, very... Very professional conversation. Yeah, it was a very professional <laughs> conversation. That was It was meet the teacher night. And, and you weren't the teacher. You were a first grade teacher at the time. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to have your daughter, blah, blah, blah. It was just, we just haven't seen each other and talk. So then we go through that year where you, you know, we didn't really talk at all that year i mean i think you had interactions with her at school on and off and so then the next year comes around you know we're both still at different spots in life and she goes into first grade where you happen to be teaching and you got her as a student so now we have the meet the teacher night still very professional still very professional <laughs> and then we have parent teacher conferences Still very professional, very professional and pick up every day after work and or after school and 
and naturally she was very she was very attracted to you like she had to walk out with you know, like holding your hand and so there was that dynamic of you had your daughter because she was in school there so she was hanging out with you every day after school and then my daughter was in your class so like you all three were interacting on a daily basis pretty much anyway and then here we are you know fast forward three years she's now in fourth grade and now you're mom and we're married and so that's kind of the you know high overview of our past and we'll dig in probably a lot deeper and hit on some subjects as we get deeper into this podcast but I think, you know, that's that's kind of the high overview. And, I mean, we can even discuss how we met for the last time, how we met. So why don't you walk through that and what you were going through at that time? Where Maybe high overview, where you were at in life at that time, and then maybe what happened that day and where your mindset was with that. Okay, so I think it's interesting to note when you brought up that she was in my class and parent-teacher conferences. So at that time, I was in a long-term relationship, engaged, talking about possible future, and you were already I mean, you engaged were, you were and engaged. married in that year. Yeah, you were engaged in like an eight-year relationship. Yep. I was married when she was in first grade, so she was coming into parent-teacher conferences. So there was no like flirty or anything it was so like strictly business right like every time our paths crossed it was never in a relationship or a relationship seeking kind of way there was always a reason whether it be a job or school like there was always a reason why our paths crossed but never necessarily because you and I were an item or you know a thing or seeking something um so yeah after she was in first grade you guys moved and and she switched to a different school and so it was two years and I hadn't seen you know, we didn't get to run into each other in the hallway like you do with a student that moves on. And I didn't see you um, coming and going. And at the time, I had been nominated or um, was receiving a, a pretty big award. And so the, the school district that I work for had announced that in a in a newsletter, in a district newsletter that goes out in an email. And I, after that went out, I had received a message congratulating me from you on Aubrey's behalf, which now I know huh. that that was yeah. kind Slick. of your way. It was very smooth. Um, yeah. And my initial reaction was, I'm just really impressed he read the newsletter. Like, I don't think a lot of parents do. So I was just, re- and I was on the last page of like 20 pages. So I was just impressed he read the newsletter. So you had reached out and I mean, it was casual conversation for maybe, I don't know, like five back and forth exchanges just kind of saying hi and how's Aubrey and how's life and you know everything and then the conversation almost naturally shifted rather quickly to you know how have you been tell me more about you here's some things I like to all of a sudden we're asking each other pretty deep questions um staying up gosh we stayed up late that night and Mm. now knowing you I know that was really late for you yeah because we don't stay up that late now no I mean, we were up till 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night texting back and forth. And it wasn't even one or two or even, you know, a sentence here or there. It was full 
paragraphs of sharing information and asking questions and getting to know each other. And then, gosh, we did that for two days, Mm -hmm. maybe two or three days and decided to meet for coffee. And then when we did, I remember you saying on our very first coffee date, I remember you saying before we left that we were going to get married. Yeah. And I I remember it a lot the same way. And there's just so many crazy things that happen throughout that, you know, from how many times we were brought into each other's presence, but not necessarily looking to even the school newsletter. Like I didn't ever read them. Like I didn't, I never read them, but for some reason that day I opened that one, I saw your name. And so I messaged you with, you know, more of like, I, I, I think it was more of like, well, I'm going to tell her congrats and just spark conversation kind of thing. And yeah, I mean, you're right. It went from like three messages back and forth to like, what are you doing over this Christmas break? Oh, I'm redoing my kitchen. Oh, cool. Look at this. I got wood block. You know, I got butcher block. And then it was just like, okay, what's your phone number? You know, and and yeah, like you said, it was back and forth, back and forth in it. And and we dove in. You know, we started talking Saturday afternoon and we dove in by Saturday night to very intellectual, deep Mm -hmm. things that a lot of people don't. And I think that has a lot to do with our age and our relationship history and, we're you know, our mindset of, you know, look, I'm not going to waste. I mean, we've both wasted multiple years in time and to only define the wrong things, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, here's where I'm at. Here's what I'm looking for. Here's my flaws. Here's this. Still interested, <laughs> you know, because yeah. it was just like, I think we had that mindset of like, I don't want to put on a smoke screen and then waste two years before we find this stuff out, you know, or before anything. So we just started laying out our flaws and we started just really deep conversation. I mean, the, even the first night it was like, what do you think about kissing on the first date, you know, and things like that. And we actually had full conversations back and forth and it was never really a thing. I was like, Oh, how do I answer this question? You're like, what's the right way? What, what way does she want to answer this question? Or what way does he want to answer the question? We answered it honestly. And a lot of those things we were on the same page. And I mean, I think by, yeah, I think Sunday morning was the big thing. You know, we stayed up late Saturday night talking and Sunday morning was kind of like the, okay, are we going to start talking again? Or were we just, you know, was she just bored last night? And so I was keeping her company and, you know, and then we started talking on Sunday and it was much of the same thing. And then I was just like, okay, let's go to coffee on Tuesday. Yeah. And then we met for coffee and it was, I mean, it was very natural, I think, cause we had, we've seen, we knew each other enough to where it was comfortable enough. But I mean, we both knew like this was a date. We were going to coffee to have a date. And I remember when we were at the coffee shop, even like, there's an upstairs and a main level. We couldn't go upstairs because you were afraid you were going to spill your coffee. Going upstairs because you were nervous and and all all of that stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, we sat there for a good hour, hour and a half or whatever it was talking. And right in the... It was before the end. It was like right in the middle or something. I was just like, so I have a feeling we're going to be married by 2024. Mm-hmm. And now looking at it, it's like, wow, that was, that was way off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I predicted the marriage side of it, but... Um, yeah, and we went our separate ways and after that coffee date, and it was kind of just like we were inseparable from that, 
time on. I mean, that was that was on a Tuesday, Thursday night. We were looking at Christmas lights mm-hmm. and introducing our kids. Yeah, and it never felt, I mean, it never felt rushed or fast to me. And I don't think it did to you either. I think people around us, and this is a whole different episode, but I think people around us probably wondered, like, what in the world are they doing? That You know, they were both single and now they're talking and now they're together and what, you know, what's happening. Um, so it was a process that not only we went through, but we took a lot of people through with us. Yeah. And there was a lot of trying times in that process, mm-hmm. but so many great times, too. And to be able to look back at it now, not even a year later, and just see how things have developed and changed and the lessons that we've learned along the way. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, getting to share our experiences with you guys and, you know, not even give advice, just our experiences, because I'm sure so many other people out there are going to have the same type of history that we have and are going through the same types of things that we went through. And so I do think that's like a great place to stop for today. You know, we're at the coffee shop. We're out of there. We're inseparable from there. Kids meet three days later. So we can go into episode two next week and be able to kind of discuss and share with you guys our kids' reaction and how we started integrating kids into the fold because we wanted to be together and the downs that came with that and the ups that came with it because I know you had a lot of deep conversations with with your daughter Mm -hmm. in that time about what's happening um, and the changes that she went through, as did I. So we'll leave that uh, for the next episode. Anything you want to add to finish off this episode? Um, The only thing I do want to mention, because I thought about it when we were talking just a couple minutes ago, when you said that when we were texting back and forth and we just kind of laid it all out there, I think we both had gotten to a point in our life where it's like kind of what's the worst that can happen and... We were both almost, we had said, like, we're finally content with where we're at. We sort of accepted the fact we're single parents. This is just life. This is what we're doing. And I think when we finally let the expectation go of I have to be in a relationship, I have to do the right thing, I have to be who they think I am. I think when we let all of that go and you and I started talking, we were so comfortable with just letting it be what it was that I think it actually made the whole situation better. Yeah, we weren't necessarily seeking it out. It just kind of happened. And I was just like, well, here's me. If you don't talk to me ever again, like, I guess I'm not out of anything. Because we were. We were we were at a point in our life where it was, like, out of failed relationships, long-term ones, or a marriage. And so then it was just, like, we were setting ourselves up and being content where we were at. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had just not necessarily purchased a house, but moved into your house that you owned mm-hmm. and started remodeling. And I had just gone through a divorce nine months earlier, getting things situated in my life when all of that started going down. So a lot of big changes for both of us, a lot of mindset changes and a lot of kid changes and a lot that they went through. But where we're at now, I wouldn't have changed anything. No, not at all. We've learned a lot and we have a lot to share. And I think, I think our biggest takeaway is when you just trust God's timing and, and let go of trying to be in control and let God take control. Good things happen. And, and a lot has happened. In a short amount of time. Yeah, and a lot of amazing things to think back of and look at all the way to we went to math school together, you know, and now we're married. <laughs> so we'll end that this episode. Uh, join us again next week. Uh, you can subscribe, find the podcast on all your favorite podcast networks or watch the YouTube video, however you want to do it. Um, but 
Meredith, Tyson, we got we will see you guys soon. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for joining us. Oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> we do stink. <laughs> I do stink. <laughs>